Do you ever find yourself rewarding yourself with food because you've been, quote, good all week? This sounds like you, mama. You are self-sabotaging. And in today's podcast episode, I'm going to talk about why we do this and how you can stop self-sabotaging once and for all. Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Self-sabotage. Why do we do it? I had this question for a long time because I've found myself personally self-sabotaging over and over again. And I see my clients do it all the time. And I was like, okay, there has to be a reason of why this happens. And of course, there is a reason. There's a reason for everything, right? So I did research. I did what I always do when I'm curious about a topic. I got all the books from the library, read about all of the studies from psychotherapists, psychologists, MDs, all the things to really learn about why we self-sabotage and how we can stop self-sabotaging. And Before I get into the why, I want to define what self-sabotage is, and I want to go over a bunch of examples of sabotaging behaviors because I feel like a lot of us think that it has to be something extreme. Like a lot of us are in denial that we self-sabotage because we think that it has to be like binging. It's like, oh no, well, I don't binge eat. And that is not the only way that you can self-sabotage. So I want to talk about a bunch of ways that someone could be sabotaging their weight loss efforts without even knowing it, because it could be even little subtle things that you might not realize are self-sabotaging behaviors, but they are. Okay, so what is self-sabotage? Self-sabotage is when you undermine your goals with negative thoughts and actions. So when it comes to weight loss, it's when you really want to lose weight, but you keep getting in your own way. Now, self-sabotage can occur outside of weight loss. It can occur with anything in life, with reaching your fitness goals, with reaching your um, personal financial goals, your career goals, your relationship goals, any type of goal that you have in life. Whenever you take an action or you have a negative thought that undermines that goal, you are self-sabotaging. So when we tend to self-sabotage in one aspect of life, it usually rolls over into other aspects of life. Self-sabotagers are usually masters that they do that. And not just when it comes to weight loss, but there's usually other areas in their life that they self-sabotage. Now, as it relates to what I'm going to talk about today and in this podcast, 
I'm obviously going to stick to just weight loss because that's what I'm good at. That's what I know. But I want you to know that it's not just restricted to losing weight. Okay. And I like to see self, the way I see self-sabotage, it's like sin. So if you grew up in a, a Christian home or Catholic home or religious home, you know that sins are bad, right? But when it comes to sinning, according to God, all sins are equal, right? Whether you lie or whether you kill someone, it's still a sin to God. Now, they have different consequences, right? If I lie, I'm not going to go to jail. If I kill someone, I probably will, unless I don't get caught, <laughs> right? So I like to see, I, I like to compare self-sabotage to sinning. Every ver Every type of behavior that sabotages your weight loss efforts is still considered self-sabotage and it's negative, but different behaviors have different consequences. For instance, if I binge every night after dinner, that is going to have a worse consequence than if I travel a couple times a year and on the last day of traveling, I eat whatever I want, right? I'm going to gain more weight doing the nightly binges than I am doing the travel binges a few times a year. So a lot of people think that, oh, well, that's just a small self-sabotaging habit. That's not really a big deal. Well, it is a big deal because it's a habit that you keep repeating and you're never going to get out of that cycle until you learn how to stop self-sabotaging. But some of your self-sabotaging habits might have bigger consequences. All right. So I wanted to get that out of the way first. So I'm going to go over some habits and self-sabotaging behaviors. And I want you to think about, as I go over these, I want you to think and see if you can relate to any of these or any of these sound like you. So I'm going to define what it means to self-sabotage first. Then I'm going to go into the why of why we do it, like what really happens in our brain, why it is a thing that is normal. And yes, it is normal. So take a sigh of relief. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You're not messed up. It's normal human behavior. And then I'm going to talk about how we can finally stop self-sabotaging. Okay, so here are some examples of self-sabotaging behaviors. All right, so... If you are going to a party and you are not planning ahead of what you're going to eat at this party, you're just going like, you know, I'm just going to see how I feel when I get there. I'm going to try to resist temptation and do the best that I can. That's a form of self-sabotage. Anytime you eat like a butthole, because it's the weekend, you are self-sabotaging. Or on the other hand, if you are going through your week and you're doing really well, but you happen to make one tiny mistake and then you say, screw it, I messed up, might as well eat all the things, you're self-sabotaging. 
not meal planning, knowing that when you don't meal plan, you're most likely going to eat junk food. You're most likely going to go to the vending machine at work or go through the drive through all the things. You know that's your behavior. You know it, but you don't do it anyway. That's another form of self-sabotage, all right? Eating things that aren't on your plan when you lose weight. Okay, when you make a plan and you eat anything else that's against your own personal plan, you are self-sabotaging. But you have ultimate control of what you are eating. Nobody can tell you what to eat. You don't have to follow anybody else's plans. You can make your own rules. I teach my clients inside BSB to make their own plan. Yes, I give them guidelines. Yes, I tell them what is the best way to eat as far as low inflammation and low blood sugar and general guidelines, but they can pick the foods themselves, right? So if you're going against your own plan, these are your rules. You're self-sabotaging, all right? Another way that people sabotage is sleeping in so that you miss your workout, right? I sometimes do this. And guys, just because I'm over here teaching you about self-sabotage doesn't mean I don't do it myself. Now, I don't do it as much as I used to. Like, I think I've cut down to maybe 20% sabotaging behaviors when before it was like 80% of my dieting weight loss journey was self-sabotaging. But sometimes I sleep in knowing that if I don't wake up, I'm not going to do my workout that day. Now, it's very rare that I do that, but I do it and that's self-sabotage, right? Also, some people, this is what they do. They are really comfortable with losing weight, right? They're on a roll. They're, they're like doing great. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they just start eating whatever they want anything they all want, anytime they want, as much as they want. It's just like it happens. It's just like clicks. And they're just like, don't know why. Self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. All right. As far as losing weight goes, I see a lot of common self-sabotage behaviors, two types of women. There's women that they step on this scale, they lost weight. So you lost like three pounds. Then they go, yay, I lost weight. Let's celebrate. Let's go get donuts and tacos. So they reward themselves for losing weight or they step on the scale and they have gained weight and they say, oh my God, I gained weight. See, nothing works for me. This plan isn't working and I've been restricting all week. I might as well eat whatever I want because it doesn't matter because I've gained weight. So then they go and say, let's go get donuts and tacos, (laughs) right? It's like you never win. How about we just be okay with whatever the scale says? It's a piece of metal, right? That doesn't mean anything. Overeating is a form of self-sabotage. If you're buying foods that tempt you, okay, if you go to the grocery store grocery store and you're shopping and you put something in your cart thinking like, oh, well, it's for my family or I'll just have it just in case, that's self-sabotage. You're setting yourself up to eat that food when you know that food is tempting you, okay? That is a self-sabotaging behavior. So all of these things, And that doesn't even include binging. Binging is obviously a most common self-sabotaging behavior. But when you do all of these things, 
you're essentially undermining yourself and your goals. You're getting in your own way of reaching your goals. But there's something to know about this, that it is completely normal and we all do it. It's part of our biology. And I was thinking about that. I was uh, in Mackinac Island last week with my husband in Michigan. We took a little trip by ourselves. We were supposed to go to Cayman this year, but that kind of went to, you know, the pooper with COVID and all the things. So we decided to just take a trip to somewhere that we could drive. So during this trip, I ate pretty well. Like I wasn't planning to have any binge fest or just eat like a crazy lady that hasn't seen food in years. I'm still doing no sugar in 2020. So I knew that was out. I don't eat gluten, but I did have, you know, at some of the restaurants, I did have some of the bread. Um, it looked really good and it was actually really good. But for the most part, I ate pretty clean, close to low carb, high fat, my normal way of eating. But I found myself, and this is where my old self-sabotage behavior started creeping in. I found myself thinking on the last day, desiring to eat more and to eat things that I usually don't eat because I knew it was the last day of us being there. And then when I was going to go back home, I knew I was just going to go back to my normal way, you know, my structured pattern of fasting and eating low carb, high fat, all the things. And my brain was telling me these things like, hey, it's your last day. So yeah, go ahead and order that, you know, that sounds really good. You should get that instead of the healthier version that you originally thought of getting. And I found myself thinking these things and I couldn't get that out of my head, which was just such a alarm to me. Like, holy crap, I am self-sabotaging. This is still coming up for me. Even after doing all of this work, with my habits and my behaviors in my brain, I still continue to do it. So I'm telling you this to kind of give you some hope <laughs> because trust me, this is not something that you're going to stop doing altogether for the rest of your life. You will eventually learn how to tame it down so it doesn't undermine your goals and keep you stuck in the vicious cycle of dieting and losing and gaining weight. But there will still be times in your life where those self-sabotaging behaviors and habits will creep up. Okay. So I just want to let you know that it's totally normal and I do it too. So let's talk about the why of self-sabotage. So self-sabotage is built into our neurobiology. It is the way that we're able to persevere as a species. Okay. It drives our innate survival instincts. We have two roles. The brain has two roles, either seek pleasure or avoid pain. That is the only thing that our brain is created to do. All right. Seek pleasure, seek rewards. So we get rewarded. Our brain rewards us when we do something that makes us feel good by getting a dopamine hit right? We get the chemical dopamine gets released. It makes us feel good. When we do those behaviors, our brain wants to repeat them because it's like, oh, hey, we got pleasure from that. That felt good, right? So think about it. 
Eating donuts feels good. Sleeping in feels good. Watching Netflix instead of going to bed or meal planning on a Sunday feels good. It's fun. Gives us a dopamine hit. All right? And then there's avoiding threat. So we want to avoid things that can cause us pain. That motivates us to take action. So we either do fight or flight, which is fight is when we actually fight back. So there's two roles there. We could either fight back or we can fight. We can kind of, it's kind of like the freeze, you know, when a dog plays dead. It's like that freeze or or a cat in the middle of the road that you think they're dead, but they're really not. It's their flight reaction, natural instinct. So we have two roles of that. The fight is where our cortisol rises and our heart rate and breathing rises. Our digestive system slows down all of that. And then flight is when we just freeze, right? So people that freeze, they're the ones that numb themselves. So a lot of people that have been in abusive relationships, they're the ones that tend to do the flight mechanism that their body numbs them, numbs them out and freezes. Okay. So how is this related to self-sabotaging for weight loss? Okay. Our brains, they don't know the difference between rewards from self-sabotaging behaviors or rewards from reaching our goals as far as our weight loss goals and things that actually get us closer to what we desire in life. Our brains just want the dopamine rush. So if we're putting more impact on the rewards we're getting from the self-sabotaging habits, Our brain is going to prioritize those habits and want to repeat them more than if we're making a really big deal out of losing weight and the way that we feel about losing weight. If we're not making it a big deal to our brains, then our brain doesn't see that as rewarding as the self-sabotaging behaviors. And this is very common for women, right? We tend to underestimate how far we've gotten so far. We tend to say, you know, yeah, I, you know, I may have lost 10 pounds already, but man, I can't get these extra five off, right? We, we neglect and don't pay attention to the 10 that we lost. We don't celebrate ourselves and say, look how far I've gotten. We just look at the, how far I have to go. And when we think that way, that negative thinking, we're telling our brains that there is no reward in losing weight and reaching our goals. There is no reward in following our plan. No, we see it as restrictive. We see it as depriving. We see it as a chore and something we have to do. We're white knuckling it. It's not pleasurable for us. And this is why we continue to self-sabotage. Because self-sabotage feels good to our brain and hitting our goals does not. So that is something that we need to switch around. Okay? So you know now that self-sabotaging is a normal human behavior. Everybody does it. 
So there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You're not messed up. You're completely normal. Join the club. (laughs) Okay. So how do we end self-sabotage? Okay. So there's three steps to end self-sabotage. We have to become aware, identify the behaviors. We have to modify the behaviors and we have to refocus. All right. So this is something that is simple to do, but not necessarily easy. And I've come to realize that this is one of the biggest problems that my clients have inside BSB Tribe. So I decided, you know, I'm going to do a, a workshop for them. Then I teach them how to stop self-sabotaging, teach them how I stopped a lot of my self-sabotaging behaviors. But then I thought, you know what? I think more people need this. So I decided instead of just making it exclusive to my membership community that I was going to host this live workshop to the public. So in this live workshop, I'm going to cover the how. Okay, so in this podcast episode, I defined what is self-sabotage, what are self-sabotaging behaviors, and why we do it, the brain side of it. But in this live workshop, I'm going to take you through the how, the three steps to stop self-sabotaging your weight loss efforts so you can finally reach your goals and live the life you desire. All right. So this workshop is going to be next Thursday, August 20th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Now, if you're listening to this episode before it's live, I am assuming that you are an avid listener and I thank you for being an avid listener. And for that reason, I want to give you a discount code that I'm giving to my email subscribers. The discount code is email fancy um, email. So if you use that discount code, you will get a discount on the workshop. So this is a paid workshop because I'm going to teach you the how of ending self-sabotage. You are going to walk out of this workshop knowing exactly how to stop sabotaging your weight loss efforts and all those habits that you've been doing that are undermining your goals and driving you crazy. You're going to know how to stop them. All right, this is not a workshop that's a sales pitch or I mean talking about my story or any of that. Like it's no fluff. It's like legit. All right. So prepare, come in, be ready to work. It's a workshop. You're going to get a whole workbook that comes with it and we're going to get ready to learn how to stop self-sabotaging. Okay. So I encourage you, if you listen to this episode and you can relate to any of the behaviors that I was talking about, if you can relate to the examples that I've given you, you're like, oh my God, that's me. I do that all the time. I didn't know why I do that. I don't even know how to go from here. Then this workshop is for you and you need to be here. Because I will say, if you don't stop self-sabotaging, you're going to be on the diet cycle for for the rest of your life. You're going to be gaining and losing the the same 10 pounds over and over again because you're going to get keep repeating those behaviors that keep you stuck. And it's frustrating, right? You know, if you've been yo-yoing at all in your life, you know how frustrating it is. Like, why can't I just keep this weight off? Because you keep self-sabotaging. It's not about not knowing what to eat. We all know what to eat now. It's not about not knowing how to work out or what to work out or that you should work out. Any of that, you know, 
But for some reason, you still can't figure it out. It's because you keep self-sabotaging and we all do it, right? But we need to learn how to stop doing it, okay? So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for this workshop. If you go to bsbtribe.com forward slash stop self-sabotaging, you can register for this workshop. Here's the thing. There's only 100 spots available, right? That's the, only, that's the max capacity that I have. Uh, at this time of this recording, I think we've already filled up almost 20 spots. So if this is something that you're doing and you want to stop self-sabotaging, I would go right now and sign up for that workshop. Use the code email to get a discount. We're going to be live next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. If you can't make it, still sign up because you will get the entire recording and the workbook to keep for life. Even if you can't make it live, I will send you the recording. It is yours forever. You can go back to it. You can rewatch it anytime. You, you can go through the exercises anytime. This is forever yours, okay? So this is a valuable training that you're gonna learn how to stop doing these behaviors by the time you're done with this workshop, okay? So go sign up for that and I will see you live. We're going to stop self-sabotaging once and for all. You're going to be able to ask me questions. We're going to finally nip this in the bud so you can reach your weight loss goals and enjoy your life. Okay, I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.